Good morning, everyone. Uh, Brad Spillane here, Men's Mental Health Show here on 89.1 RBM FM. Um, sorry to cut out the news, uh, not the news, but I mean the news is finished, so we're just coming up to the weather. Um, I'll give you the weather report. Um, looked outside, bit of cloud, bit of drizzle. Slightly cooler than yesterday. I reckon she's just under 18, maybe 19 degrees, not sure, but it, it's, it's a cool day out here, up here in the mountains. Um, just a big thanks, uh, a reminder that we're uh, brought to you by all manufacturing uh, personnel, recruitment and labour hire in the manufacturing industry. Um, I'll put all the details up and share you those uh, phone numbers and whatnot later on, and also to, um, to, to Dale Hunt as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been a, been a up and down week. Speaking of weather, how hot was the bloody weekend going on? How, how yeah, did you get through it, mate? It was pretty warm. Like I was at the festival, uh, the Katoomba Blues and Roots Festival. Oh, all right, yeah. And um, uh, being in the Clarendon um, in the small room, um, yeah, it got super warm. You know, the, cr- the crowd, um, the heat of the lights and all that sort of stuff. Um, so sweat was uh, dripping into my eyeball occasionally as I was uh, singing along with the musicians. Um, Christian one guy I really enjoyed um, and then you know the big top uh, yeah there's uh, people fanning and that sort of stuff she was hot um, yeah it was a it was a warm time but the music warmed me up as well so you know heat was an inevitable part yeah, of the yeah, experience yeah. sometimes it's mud and gumboots and uh, slip sliding around and yeah. other times it's heat and um, high humidity and yeah. um, the, the UK uh, performers uh-huh. Going, man, this is warmer. Yeah, are you guys hot? Yeah, yeah we're all hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, one woman was uh, her hand kept sweat kept slipping um, oh, off the strings, oh, and right. she accidentally turned the volume off on her guitar oh, and right. couldn't understand why she couldn't hear anything anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, so um, you got to acclimatize, don't you? Yeah, but you got to acclimatize to both extremes of the abs- scale up abs- here in the mountains. Absolutely. Yeah, we're famous for that. I mean, uh, absolutely. Look yeah, outside yeah. my window to. Joined my neighbour for a cup of tea briefly, very briefly this morning. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just a misty, sort of kind of closed in, uh, typical mountains uh, yeah. uh, sense of the uh, of our uh, environment around mm. us. Mm. And it is. It's changeable. Four seasons in one day. Maybe not like Melbourne can deliver. Yeah. Um, or or Auckland in a sense. Yes. Yeah. But we have our seasons mm. up here, no doubt. And, yeah. uh, and, and um, extreme. Our, our adjustment, isn't it, from, uh, I think it's about up to about 36. 36. Um, so it's the hottest, second hottest ever recorded. So I think the hottest March day ever recorded was something like 35.9, and it got to 35.6, which okay, essentially so is pretty 36. Close. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, um, I yeah. mean, it, in Lawson it was 36 on my you know, um, uh, uh, temperature gauge there in the in, in the deck, which is under, you know, in the shade. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, bloody hot. But uh, hey, mate, did did you see um, Nick Danter or Matt Tonks? Did they play? No, no, the... they went up there. The, uh, um, they went on the. Uh, uh, unfortunately, um, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, mostly UK, uh, Canada. Okay. Um, Billy Bragg played because he's. I knew he was in town, and if, if normally he'll he'll be here for something like that. He's he often down in Berry. Um, uh, yeah, the Gaelic type, uh, um, fantastic music, Irish. Yeah, 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 it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I, I didn't, I didn't see him. Um, either, I guess, Steve Poltz and okay. uh, Eric Bibb were the uh, sort of kind of headline acts. Um, mm. um, and yeah, no, some really 
really good music. There's a very funny uh, band from Canada, um, uh, one guy and two women. Um, and uh, one of the, w- the women, Ari, she played saxophone, uh, drums and vocals. Um, Far out. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and she was, she was just fantastic. It was a great, um, great band, good, good type music. But wow. one of the, he said, I'm a, uh, I, I have a compassion to make. He said, I'm a bird watcher. And somebody yelled out from the crowd, what, what sort of birds are we talking about here? <laughs> and he said, the feathered ones, brother, the feathered <laughs> ones. <laughs> and he had written a song about uh, a real um, event uh, um, where they tried to reintroduce gannets back into an island um, off the coast of oh, right. uh, Newfoundland. And anyway, um, so they created these plastic sort of replicas of gannets yeah. to encourage birds flying over. Um, and one... One did arrive. It was a male. Oh, no, you're joking. Yeah, one, one arrived and uh, remained um, in fidelity to the plastic replicas for the remainder of his life, which was another 10 years. And, wow. and, so, and so he's right. He's, he wrote the song and he said, yeah, uh, Nigel Real... He called it Bird, the Gannet Ni- uh, Nigel. He said, well, Nigel realised that his, um, his mates weren't very talkative and so he did all the talking to explain what a, gannet, uh-huh. a gannet's life... Uh-huh. Um, but the, afterwards, uh, after he died, a flock of gannets did come and, and inhabit the island and yeah. a real colony established yeah. itself. Yeah. But there's a, there's a lovely wry look at um, uh, a, a lone gannet trying to make a life yeah, <laughs> with plastic replicas. <laughs> <laughs> very clever. It was, was very clever. Yeah. Um, just a, a couple of things, I guess, before we proceed, because... We uh, had a, a guest who, who was coming on. He's not coming on for another couple of weeks. Of course, he's, he's now a regular. And then I, I tried to get, you know, I asked Maddie. Of course, Maddie's working and Nick and um, to, to come and join us today. So yep. we've got, I think we've got a guest back next week in blue. We've got a couple of spots available for April. Um, uh, so if you know anybody that's got a terrific story to share and, and it's relative to uh, men's mental health, um, do give me a call or a message on 0404 077 uh, Alternatively, you can email me, brad underscore spillane, S-P-I-L-L-A-N-E at yahoo.com.au. You get all those details. Or you can, um, you can uh, message me through Messenger, Bradley Spillane. Um, yeah, big shout out to, um, to, to Chrissy, who's also listening in. Um, down there in Cranbrook, and uh, good to know, Chrissy, that uh, that Craig Baby Beachy he's uh, he's up and running, out of hospital, and uh, he's uh, he's back to his normal crazy self, um, which is nothing wrong with crazy, is there, Beatty? No, know? no, no, uh, crazy um, uh, beats an algorithm any time. I'd rather have crazy than um, an algorithm telling me who I should listen to, uh, what song I should play, and how and what what should I what I should think about. You know? Exactly. Nah, exactly. I'm, I'm over that. I'd rather have crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, listen, um, I got a text from you last night. Um, I also got a text from an, uh, two other people as well in relation to a, uh, an article on on Four Corners. Um, which was quite interesting because um, I've had uh, just this year probably two or three people approach me um, with issues with their kids, um, mainly sons actually. All of them were were their sons. Um, uh, one chap uh, through work who who I met through Craig actually is, uh, you know, son's now left school and 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 keeps himself tucked up in his room, um, uh, you know, eating very poorly sleeping very very poorly and of course when we we both know that when you fall into these types of habits 
um, other habits arise from those such as you know depression, lack of confidence, um, and and being easily led or or influenced. Um, and normally those influences are, are from the wrong paths in in life. Um, and so you know, like it was quite funny because the, I spoke to the father of of one of these kids, and he said to me, you know, um, give my son a call. And so I, I ended up giving. Uh, Sean a call and I said now mate what, what are some of the things you're really good at he goes well I, I wake up pretty late I don't like to do what someone tells me <laughs> he's telling me that these are the strong his strong um, you know um, points in life and, mm-hmm. and I, was, I was trying to explain to him mate that's that's the last thing I can tell a former a future employer um, about you I need to know some of these strong things and and I guess the thing that I, I went away from that discussion and I felt kind of sad for, for, for poor Sean because he probably didn't have a lot, well, he, not probably, he didn't have a lot of self-confidence and he didn't see himself as an asset mm-hmm. or, or, or to anybody, um, mm-hmm. and let alone much to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but this clip last night was on, on something called incels and 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 femcell but it was predominantly let's say it was on incels and um i'll get you to explain what the term incel means um if you like or yeah yeah well well uh, um i haven't studied uh incel stuff but my understanding is that it refers to a person who describes themselves as involuntarily celibate that's right yeah yeah, yeah. um which which means celibate means um that um, they're not um, sexually active um, with another person, mm-hmm. whether it's of the same sex or, or um, of the opposite sex, mm. um, and so and involuntary means that um, it's not a choice that they've made; it's kind of happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's a whole community of sort of people that are starting to actually feel that um, life has um, disappointed them or alienated them. Um, or doesn't recognise them. And so one of the young men on the show that was being interviewed um, behind a mask to keep his identity intact, fair enough, yep. um, you know, he, he was saying, well, what we've heard is that you've got to be tall, you've got to have a, have a good body before a girl will notice you yeah. and think that you're, yeah. you know, so these... Chiseled features and they were even putting hammers to the bones on their face to try and re-sculpture their, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some of these things um, were... A, 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 a really deep attack on their core sense of identity, isn't it? Um, that's, that's, that's a perfect uh, summation. A deep attack on their core identity. Yes. Now, a, a lot of these young men were blaming um, a society or, yeah. or others for... Um, the reasons of, of why they and, and that's and that's so often the case that you know you, you look to other people for for why you are who you are but they really they had no identity of themselves as as young men it seemed as though they uh, that overwhelmingly um they were um a, a very down on themselves and on self-worth that they, that they had no worth um and that they um, the only worth they could generate was by um, meeting up with people with similar views mm-hmm. and starting to kind of uh, develop a hate at the world narrative, um, which was meaningful for them. 
And um, in the narrowness of that environment, the world be- looks like it begins to shrink to such a extent that they can't even leave um, the room that they uh, that they occupy. They don't even venture out into the world yeah. because they believe they'll be attacked because they are so terrible mm-hmm. or so bad, crippled looking, or mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the resentment that starts to build up uh, from that perception that they've got um, becomes its own self fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when someone is trapped in a very negative self-view, naturally you shrink away from contact with others. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, 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 that's an, a, an outcome, if you mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you break, you know, or how do you um, uh, allow a, a person mm-hmm. to venture out of that um, narrow view that they've got and have an experience of um, the exception to their worldview, um, or um, become open to the fact that their worldview that they're formed um, has deficits in it, doesn't really reflect the real world. Mm. And they, in the in the incel documentary, they set up this guy, um, and he took this young man who was mm. um, he described himself as an incel with his mask mm. out into the world to mm. actually encounter it, to experience it. Mm. And this lovely uh, young woman agreed yeah. to have a conversation with, um, mm. you know, the interviewer with. and the young fellow. Mm. Um, and it sounded like that she was saying, no, no, we don't believe that um, mm. how you look mm. is a measure of the person. Mm. You know, we, uh, uh, we said, I don't come from that, mm. um, but tell me who you are. You know, I mean, she was very um, open and, and offering an invitation, which was a direct contrast to his view that he was in, would be shunned. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so um, there began to be a morsel of hope emerging from that experience for the young man that meant that he could then get some more professional help to help him reconstruct an identity or a felt sense of self in a way that was expansive and um, allowed him to step out of his narrow confines and to disbelieve the... Um, Inputs that he was getting from the incel group mm. um, uh, that uh, believed their story. Right. Yeah. So, so I guess what's interesting is that we're all susceptible, if you like, when we're in a contracted place, to theories um, or ideas of um, that we're unwelcome, mm. um, and um, and then to feel very sorry for ourselves. Mm. It becomes like, like an injury. Um, that one carries about oneself. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, w- as I was watching, I couldn't help feeling um, that the young man that I was looking at looked absolutely fine to me mm. from what I could glimpse yeah, yeah, underneath yeah. the mask, mm. um, that he, he, he might be quite a nice person yeah, to, yeah. to meet and encounter. He spoke extremely well. He's and very, spo- very and, eclectic. Uh, yeah, yep, yep, he was, spoke well. Yeah. The, the young woman, too. Uh, uh, which they describe as a femme cell, uh, um, you, you know, so interesting. Um, she looked pretty uh, uh, interesting young person, young woman to me. Um, in, in, anyway, um, I guess that tells us something about the distortions that in, can develop in one's own mind about the world out there. Mm. I, I guess a lot of what they 
perceive or base their their thoughts on uh you know it's probably come from rejection at some stage during their adolescence years um however you know everything is about body image they may feel and and looks and you know like when you're watching tv shows they're all even reality shows they're all good looking people and and probably feel they have no chance with say someone like that but you know a lot of the time the relationships of even those people are so shallow because they're basing their love or their attraction of 95% on the base of how somebody looks Um, yeah look I I hate Simon on Survivor he's so buff is he? Uh, yeah, but, yeah. He's, but he's only 22 or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I trade him. No, no. But yeah, you know, and, and you know what I mean? Like it's, um, yeah, I know, you I know, know like it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's very concerning. And there's a lot of parents, I guess, that are, um, you know, so worried about their, their sons, uh, you know, cooping themselves up in these rooms, not knowing, you know, what sites they've been on or, you know, what, where they're getting this influence from. Yes. Um, but the one thing I took out of of this show last night was just the the, the smallest amount of encouragement to this young man made such. I just couldn't believe the amount of difference it made in his life. You know, like having that girl sit opposite him, and he'd come out, and it, and the next time he he saw him the next day, it was almost like he was transformed. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, I didn't realize it was is this good. You know, um, it, it was it, it was quite a Oh, you know, an astonishing turnaround um, because he's just not getting that attention where he is, was he? You know, it's just... No, exactly. Um, There are methodologies... We 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 do have ways of helping um, um, a person. I mean, I I have some lived experience that I've said this before on this show that at one level when I was an apprentice carpenter, maybe second year, um, I thought that to be a good carpenter, you know, you worked hard and then you came home and you had your... Uh, two um, two bottles of beer, um, and you sat in your room, and um, uh-huh. um, <clears throat> and I and I attempted to write poetry, or, or um, just sat thinking about you know the world um, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Um, who I was, trying to construct an an, an, an identity, yeah. Yeah. and that um, and that invariably what happened is that my thoughts became more and more introverted, um, which uh-huh. means that I began to obsess about myself and was I good enough and um, um, would I ever get over my stuttering? I had a, quite a severe stutter. Um, and um, was I good looking enough? You know what I mean? That, they, they, yeah. they were probably the three main things that I used to, would, would obsess about. Yeah. And, we, and the trouble was with obsessing or what we call rumination yeah. um, is that there are no answers. There are never any answers um, because your questions keep revolving <laughs> yeah. around your doubt about how you look, a yeah. doubt about w- will you be any good yeah. um, in the future, um, and, um, and a tr- you know tremendous doubt about um, ever um, feeling that you're part of something. Yeah. So th- I think what we recognise is the need to belong on, into something. Mm. Um, whether it's good or bad, mm. is a universal need. We've got to have some identity, some construct, some idea of ourself. Mm. Um, and trying to make that on our own, um, uh, there are no um, inputs from the outside that can help you to find your identity. Mm. 
if you're stuck in a difficult place in your own mind of doubt and and a, a negative self view, yeah, you you keep growing that as a, a, a ongoing reality forever. Yeah. You lock it down. Yeah. yeah. And man, you're in trouble. Mm. You're in mm. big trouble when you when you're in that space. Mm. So, in my in but it's quite sorry, mate. It's quite common, isn't it, for young boys or young men or late teenagers to, to get into this? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I yeah, recall being in that. In yeah, that yeah, state. yeah. Of course, I mean, I mean, uh, it is a common th- uh, thing, and there's there's often um, recovery from it is, is often accidental. Um, yeah. And um, and, um, and and not planned. Um, it, it just happens, or there's a, yeah. a, a breakout of some sort, or a person comes into that person's yeah. life and changes and, 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 and changes everything. Yeah, yeah, suddenly the person starts to warm up again. So yeah. what I what I call it is a sinking into apathy, um, <laughs> and then having to sort of um, step into uh, to, to wake up to to become lively again. You know to yeah. To regain a sense of uh, self in the world. So the, how it happened for me is my sister got jack of me going to my room and you know sinking my two quarts of beer, um, um, and said, "You're coming with me to my to my youth group." You know what I mean? And I'm going, "No, no, no, no. Um, that, I'm not. I'm not going to get into that wankery." And she said, "No, I'm not taking no for an answer. You're coming with me." Um, and she dragged me into the car and, and we drove off. Um, wow. Wow. And. Um, yes, I'm a reluctant participant um, uh, initially, but a year later I was running the group and I was, um, you know, uh, the stutter was starting to dissolve. I was getting more confidence. Um, I noticed that girls were noticing me um, and kissing them was really nice, you know what I mean? All, all that sort of stuff and that idea that I was... Um, One small thing. One small thing. Yeah, just yeah. like your light bulb yeah, moment. Yeah. It was a light bulb moment, yeah. yeah. On, yeah. On, it was an ignition point on my sister. Yeah, um, wow. and I and I grabbed it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I think those. Uh, so that's just one example that, that I'm offering the, the. You know, those who are listening today. But what, I think what we have to recognise is that um, one of the challenges of our current uh, uh, generation is uh, how to understand something about what it is to be human. What are the what are the human characteristics mm-hmm. in a world which is increasingly um, dominated by other systems mm. giving us input? So even if you think about uh, Chat GTP, oh, that's the new digital instrument mm-hmm. um, which gives you access to um, uh, writing essays. Um, uh, but it's algorithm-driven, so it's someone else's take on something. So we're becoming dependent on other people's idea of what we need in order to be human, and we've lost that instinctive genius of um, uh, our um, uniqueness yeah. um, to grow a sense of consciousness mm-hmm. and to become eloquent in our growing yes. of a sense of consciousness. When you're locked away in your room, um, in your electronic fort, um, uh, with all those devices that, are, that shrink you into a one place, um, um, there is no eloquence. Um, it's a very narrow frame of reference. And it's not even yours. You're just picking up on something. But you've come into some form of agreement that that's your reality. And that is a form of evil spell. In the old days, we used to talk about spells cast by witches or uh, fairy godmothers. Um, but this is the spell of the internet. It's cast a spell. Yeah, yeah. Um, and right. some people have fallen 
deeply under the spell of their gaming journeys or the particular games that they model with, you know, um, um, and also with TikTok and all that sort of stuff. There's endless repetitions of um, things that are supposed to be cute. Now, if your diet of, of input is um, in the cute c- category, you're probably not using very much of your brain. No. Um, and you're probably not going to be inspired to um, become somewhat different. So this young man, uh, my nephew, was telling me to, uh, this morning, and I thought it was a very interesting story, of a, of a man um, who was a plumber um, and he was trapped in a car accident and he, and he had to be uh, cut out of the vehicle. He was, he was very seriously damaged. And an ambo um, came on the scene and he had his hand on the plumber's shoulder the whole time and said... We're going to break the glass now, so uh, but we'll clean you up afterwards, so don't worry. I'm just letting you know step by step. Now the jaws are coming. Mm. Um, I've, I've managed to get a drip into you, so we're trying to stabilise you. Mm. Um, and this guy's experience, the plumber's experience, was, oh, my God, um, I so want to be that person that helps another yeah. to survive a trauma. Yeah. So this plumber... Uh, then um, his world was opened up dramatically by that experience and he let go of his trade and he studied psychology and he went through all the requirements to become a fully practicing uh, psychologist and he's currently developing a program for people who have been trapped by the web and have got stuck in their rooms. Wow. Wow. What's his name? Um, no, I, um, well, tell me, and we'll put it up when we put. Yeah, this yeah, up. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, we're going to yeah. attach it to the bottom of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Where you get yeah, that? Because yeah. that'd be quite a fascinating yeah. story. Yeah. It's amazing that things, uh, you know, that come from trauma can be so influential and and um, um, you yes. know, can return into something so giving. Um, you know, yes. My myself, for yes, example, absolutely. In your situation yeah. as well, yeah. it's. Uh, <clears throat> The amount of works that you've done with with gangs in New Zealand and and just how powerful that stuff is, but you know the the amount of experience that you've drawn from that, it's um, but it's a wonderful thing to then be able to you know pass it on, isn't it? It's a terrific thing to do that. Look, the thing that's interesting here is a, a, is the word experience mm. that that we become on the basis of what we experience, mm. and it, we obtain experience from direct communication with others. We gain experience from documentaries we might watch. Yeah. We gain experience from the books we might read. Yeah. Um, we gain um, experience by finding ourselves in human situations yeah. which may be frightening or threatening or um, inspiring or yeah. deepen, deepening. Um, failure and rejection. Failure and, and rejection. Toward, towards relationships. Absolutely. And, you know. um, and so... Experience is everything, and um, we have to have a broad experience. Otherwise, our brains start pruning themselves to such an extent um, that there is no curiosity left yeah. in the system to actually say, "Yeah, but what about that?" Or, "Gee, I'm a little bit interested in that." Or, and I, mm. for me, mm. I don't have enough time to attend to all my curiosities, yeah. and I can spend um, uh, hours. Um, tro- trolling through uh, very interesting discussions and all sorts of things, or reading material, mm. um, and 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 know that at the end of it, I've got some knowledge, but I'm I'm hungry for more. So that yeah. curiosity yeah. is always activated, yeah. um, and that does keep me young at 73. Um, you know, yeah. I find this world sort of fascinating. To read um, uh, yesterday um, that Earth at one point had a collision with a Mars-like planet. 
um, and that um, so in the formation of the celestial system um, and the, the debris that blew off Mars uh, planet and Earth has formed uh, gradually over millions of years to become our moon. Um, so this notion of collision um, uh, is part of the celestial story, and then the and then in the collision there's a recomposition, there's a regathering, wow. and there's a new sort of set of ideas or a new planet. <laughs> So at some level, if you're an incel, you need some sort of collision yeah. in, in your world mm-hmm. to, to blow you out of it yeah. Yeah. so that you um, step out of the confines of the, um, of the jail that you have mm-hmm. created for yourself. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this really clearly here, um, that if you create a too narrow view of who you are, um, what what you have done is limited your horizons. You no, long, no longer have a long view of who you are and who you could be. Right. Um, it's shrunk to a moment-by-moment moment thing. Now, in our great wisdoms, we, we say people need to be in the moment. Um, that's partially true, but we have a past and a future, mm-hmm. and we have a moment. It's not just a one thing. Yeah. Um, it is a continuum. And if we don't have an eye on... Who are we becoming, yeah. uh, or how, uh, or, or what am I looking for in my becoming? Um, what I, what I, am I interested? In, you know, what, what grabs me? The thing I'm really interested in is the is the is, is the grab, because um, when a person has been grabbed in a way that um, um, dramatically captures them, and they have a great interest in exploring the detail of what the, what, what they're interested in, whether it's music or um, e- even if it's gaming, it doesn't really matter. Um, um, it, it's what they do with that experience mm. um, and grow through it. So you're either a player for the rest of your life or yeah. you actually go, actually, I wouldn't write, mind learning code to be able to write my own game, if yeah. you like, you know. Mm. Um, and if I write my own, if I learn code, um, yeah, well, that may be an employment opportunity down the track. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a sense, we never think much more, much more than you know, maybe a week ahead, mm. but uh, sometimes unintentionally a journey unfolds for us. And it's only retrospectively that people go, wow, I've had one hell of a life. Mm. I could never have planned it. Mm-hmm. It, it's happened the way it's happened, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I'm either not okay with it or I'm absolutely okay with it, um, and I'm full of gratitude. Um, but you know, um, this openness to what else? What else do I uh, do um, that I could be thinking about or interested in or participating in mm-hmm. um, in order to have a full experience of my humanity? Yeah. Um, even our bodies, we hardly even use them. Um, you, you know, people who, have don't, who don't have hands because of, say, th- th- thalidomide, yeah. which has caused those limbs, yep, no fingers, right. yep. and they're using their toes to actually paint, yeah. and the dexterousness of the way that they hold it. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. It is unbelievable. It is, and it's, yeah. What our goddamn toes can become extensions yeah. of our hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, our muscle groups and um, our hearing and our faculties to mm-hmm. see, to hear, um, and, you know, people who are musicians develop a very um, highly developed um, audio yeah. audible ability, yeah. and the brain is tone and yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, and contrast yeah. and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, um, people who um, who paint, if you like, or uh, you know, with arts, um, or, or people who are interested in maths, they hone a quality of their yeah. brain yeah. Um, to a very high degree, and and that is in a sense our our human. 
um, heritage. That is our inheritance, is our ability to actually um, uh, use this kind of incredible muscle called the brain and also the brains of others. Because I'm going to keep saying that all the time on this show, that it's, it's the self and the others in our life mm. that give us a framework or a world. And if we're just by ourselves, um, then you, you've succumbed to that idea that um, nobody else exists except you as an individual. Yeah. And, that's a, and that's a fallacy. If you, if a, you, if you get very, caught in that one, you're yeah, in trouble. That's a very scary yeah. you know, yeah. fact to, to, to look at, isn't it? Really? Yeah. When you face on, when, when so many we know, uh, you know that, that from history of, of, of gun violence or mass, yes. mass shootings, <clears throat> have, at all of mass, these mass shooters have found them in this closed-off world Absolutely. Of, of just self, really. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, and they nurture this really strong sort of resentment to the rest yeah, of the world. To the, um, yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and often that resentment has got nothing to do with the experience that they've just had. It's something yeah. that's been, been formed or they've listened to. Um, and it's a, it, is a, it, is a, it, is, it is creating your own jail um, inside yeah. your head. Yeah. Um, um, and you're only receiving um, inputs um, that you're choosing or in the digital world, an algorithm has trained you to actually say, well, we know what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one of the challenges, I think, of uh, technology, is how do we use it to, to create a future constructively um, rather than become uh, a slave to, mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, to, to the tools, that, the digital tools that we use. And it's a fine line between constructive use and enslavement. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it, but know, the but the yeah. line exists. Go on, mate. Yeah, you know my my concern is, and I don't I don't mean to sort of sound part of or encouraging the cancel culture out there. I mean, you see what's happening in um, Victoria at the moment. They're going to outlaw the Nazi salute, which just quietly is not a bad thing, really. Um, I, 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 although there are concerns around, you know, what what what's next? I guess in that sense. I saw this morning on the news these offshore uh, gambling or casino uh, are, are, are attacking or are, uh, uh, targeting Australian people because they're putting, uh, you know, the Australian flag underneath that. So looking at trying to ban those sites from Australia. But it, a lot of these sites that these young men are going to, they, I mean, if there's anything that really does we need to look at is, is some of this stuff that we saw last night. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's very, very... Uh, confronting it's it's you know um i was quite uh you know take it i just looked at the the guy's face who was looking at it i was just listening to to what was being said the guy that is english fellow um who was looking at it and he could just see the the, yeah. the anguish and yeah. the despair of of what he's had to 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 look at so yeah ultimately the decision comes to us doesn't it as we need to make that decision ourselves and young men need to understand that that is the decision you've got to make yourself I just think that you know, what what happens when you go to what happens if you do something extremely bad? You go to jail, right? What do they do there? They put you in a tiny little box. They close you off and they take away your your everything that you've known to freedom. Hmm. Well, the, the, what I saw last night was pretty much that's yeah, what these people, that's what these young men are doing. Yeah. They're imprisoning themselves. Yeah, they're constructing their own um, a narrow frame of reference, extremely. and they're trapped by it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And then yeah. when you and these and then what happens when you become like that? You become so easily led. 
so easily influenced and so easily led down the path of these conspiracy theorists and and whatnot and next thing you know you'll probably think the earth's flat um, yeah. But, yeah but it's but it's true mate you know what i mean it's, it's well one of the interesting things isn't it is that um incels um you know part of the rhetoric that they're uh, imbibing they're mm. taking on taking on is that um women's search for equality and equity um has destroyed the world for uh, men yeah. Yeah. Um, and and women now are so uh, cocky and self-assured, you yeah. know that, that that that's what they're, f- they're feeling. Yeah. That they don't not not interested in you anymore. They're just interested in generating, mm. uh, um, you know, uh, uh, their own celebrations, mm. which excludes um, these young men. Um, and the, and so they're blaming the emergence of liveliness mm. in women to fully mm. participate in the world mm. for their contraction. Yeah, and it's, it's an absurd argument. It's, it's insane. Or it's, it's, it's an absurd, border, insane yeah, argument, yeah, and it bears no um, uh, it bears no relationship to the fact of that emergence, yeah. that that very important sort of emergence of mm. um, equity and equality. So, um, um, I think I think that part of that thing that we're looking at is how. People find it so difficult to adjust to changes um, and immediately see that a change that's emerging as an no. attack on their entitlement yeah. or on their world yeah. view. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I think what, what we have that's to right. sort of yeah. start to um, realise is that th- these is a long-term generational requirement of breaking down these um, st- stereotypic um, yeah. uh, sort of ch- fear of yeah. change um, and start to actually uh, find points of celebration. Mm. A- and how we do that is a cultural requirement. Uh, how, how a community yeah. and, a, and a country does yeah. that um, yeah. is a cultural requirement um, for supporting changes that are self-evident. Mm. Mm. You know, for women to be equal and have an equity, um, uh, you know, in our society is... Um, a, a, uh, uh, words fail me. It, yeah, it, it is yeah. such a powerful invitation, and it's a need. Ne- it's a necessity, yeah. and um, it's taking its time to bed in to yeah. the sort of fabric of our society. And there's still resistances, if you like, to mm. it, it, its complete um, mm. acceptance. Mm. Um, but I think that we uh, uh, we are, we become beneficiaries yeah. of people when they are engaged, and when women are engaged. Yeah. Um, my experience is that um, um, uh, is that there is a liveliness and and a, an abundance, and I'm included. Um, so I think I think we have to help young men for sure to a- actually examine um, how they've arrived at something and give them experiences that uh, mm. counter to to a conclusion yeah, well, that yeah, the, yeah. they have arrived at, yeah. and it's a conclusion that is not based on the actual experience of something. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's known is that anything that's different to us, we seem to assess it in a negative way. Yeah. Um, and when we um, assess something in a negative way, we globalise that negative uh, judgement of a particular group yeah. Um, yeah. and use um, um, notions that bear no relationship to the fact of the individual. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. yeah? Yeah. Uh, um, and people always say to me, 
gee, I, uh, you know, I used to see people like that as that, and then I met somebody when I start, uh, and I struck a com- conversation, and that person's now become my friend, um, and I was thinking um, my initial assumption um, was so inadequate, was so not true. Um, I, I formed a conclusion that w- had no basis in fact. Um, and I had to have that friendship, that significant friendship, to dissolve um, that very narrow view of the other. So this is, this is a human reality, that anything that's different to us, we go into a, um, a subjectivity that um, uh, puts it into a category that we tend to avoid or we tend to judge. Mm. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So I, th- so I think from a cultural point Absolutely. of view, yeah, from a cultural point of view, we, ha- we have to find alternative ritual um, that celebrates diversity um, and, and makes it a celebration, yeah? That's a requirement. Do you know, I mean, this is just sort of coming off the, the top, because everything you see is, you know, particularly like in, in, let's just take, for example, when you look at, you know, vegetables or fruit, right? So whenever you see that, you know, they're talking about it on Woolies or whatever else or... You know, the, the fruit's almost perfect, isn't it? Yes, you know? yes. You know, I've got a bag of the uh, rejects, of the pears. I've got a whole bag of rejected pears. And these things, some of them were tiny. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Size of mandarins. And they were wonderful. Oh, my God, the taste. Now, that's something I wouldn't normally do. Okay. Because I yeah. judged the fruit saying, and it just doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't conform to a... Yeah. A, 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 the, the uh, exactly. Expected. Now, somebody that grows his own fruit and veggies, yeah. buddy, you've had some that look pretty funny, but they, they don't, you know, they taste wonderful, don't they? They're all yes. the same. It's look, um, um, sometimes I plant uh, carrots, and carrots are notorious for if they strike... <laughs> to strike uh, uh, a bit of clay, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll throw split. a side root yeah. or, the, or they'll split, split. and they come out it. looking like um, yeah. Godzilla, um, yeah. um, but they taste lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, a carrot. It's still yeah. a carrot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of takes me back to your comment about judgment. And yeah. I often say at the end of each show, don't be quick to judge. Don't be... Yes. You yes. know what I mean? And, and, and it's a shame because I think particularly in the last two or three years, we've become so judgmental, we've become so divided. I think COVID had a lot to do with the division side sure, of things. But sure. um, yeah, it's a, it's a terrific point that you make about experience, judgment. Um, you know, it's wonderful. Look, I've just got to play a quick couple of short messages, um, but we'll be back in just under two minutes. It's a men's mental health show on 89.1. You're listening to the Men's Mental Health Show with Brad Spillane. Oh, welcome back. Um, and, uh, yeah, Bendigo Bank do some wonderful things in the community up here. Um, do some terrific stuff with uh, our local superintendent who runs the uh, Walk and Talk for Life. Of course, the foundation set up by Shannon Evan, a good mate of mine from the Northern Beaches, who's, uh, who's got Walk and Talks for Life set up all around Australia now. Um, so they're doing wonderful things, the Bendigo Bank, and, and it's good to get behind and support um, uh, local communities and, and banks. Um, Bodes, uh, you know, I see you've got a, a whole list of information, but did you have a poem on there that you've set up for today at all? Because I think Look, we missed uh, one last week. And yeah, I know. And I was, um, I've been writing um, a poem, but um, and I had this idea that um, uh, th- there's that lovely uh, Lead Belly song. Um, bring a little water, Sylvie. Bring a little water now. I, uh, bring a little water, Sylvie. Uh, any once in a while. Uh, now, um, it, it, it's it's uh, Lead Belly's uncle 
who um, was driving the mules on the farm mm-hmm. and, um, you know, sweating copious amounts because uh, uh, everything was done by hand um, and he had to hold down the plough to get the deep furrow. Um, the, the mules were doing the pulling, but, uh, you know, it was very physical. And so he'd holler to his wife, um, bring me a little water, Sylvie. Yeah, um, yeah, and this yeah, is yeah. Le Belli's song uh, to that. But it's one of those um, hymns that... Um, mm. And I was trying to think about what, what is it that we need... Um, you know, that we're looking for all the time. Bring me something, bring me something, bring me something. And then I was going to follow the chorus um, to the poem, bring me a little water, Water. Sylvie. Um, And, uh, uh, yeah, but it's not quite coming yet. It's not not there uh, yet. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not there yet. But, um, look, um, one of the things I'm really interested in is, um, you know, a lot of language that we use nowadays as functional describes... Um, systems or, or uh, things of interest to us. And so um, there are either commands or challenges or threats or, um, or, or sobbing sort of broken story mm-hmm. about hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, now, um, what, 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 I, what I'm interested in is how can we start to reclaim words as also beautiful descriptions of something that's happened to you that moves you moves your soul moves your right. heart you okay. know um uh, moves your body so sideways yeah ha, 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 you know boys sometimes get caught in this monosyllabic response say how it's called yeah it sounds like my son at the moment yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. understand it no <laughs> um and and um you know that 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 it's like what they're really t- telling us is, I'm, I'm bereft. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dry. Yeah. Uh, you know, I need water. I need yeah. it. I need yeah. something. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 I, um, yeah. I'm not being nourished enough. Um, nothing can possibly be interesting anymore. And so they're in that sort of um, uh, senescence stage yeah. or entropy. You know, the world has has ceased to be a growing. Yeah. Um, so um, when we see the signs in our, in our boys when the, when they're like that, we do need to um, start to sit in the idea that th- this is not right. Yeah. Um, we yeah. we need to um, break something that's going on here. We need to we need we need to have an intervention of some sort. Not sure what that is, but um, sometimes I think. In our thinking about mental health or thinking about wellness or whatever words we use to describe liveliness, um, um, that um, we haven't paid enough attention to how we all are in this world. Even our news um, focuses on the extremes of human experience, not the normal range of human experience. Um, and so we have this artificial idea that to live the good life is because you're in Balmoral um, yeah. or in the northern beaches. You know, that's the life. Yeah. Um, or you've got um, a, a 200K job that's paying you, you know, a good coin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, they're all um, extremes. Yeah. Um, so how, I guess what I'm sort of wrestling with in my mind here um, is – is our very focus as a community on um, measures of success out, out in the world, yeah. Yeah. part of the problem as to why they're going, 
Well, I'll never, I, I can, I'll never I, be able to get that. I can never get into that. Yeah. So they disappear. Yeah. 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 Um, and, I, and I think that uh, yeah, this is a systemic issue. What's happening for our boys? Mm. We, we ran a very successful program in the 80s and 90s about getting girls to um, succeed academically. And that's delivered results. Girls oh, have succeeded yeah. oh, ac- academically Absolutely. and have outperformed boys yeah. in a number of areas, yeah? Yeah. Um, maybe it's time that we actually start to think about, okay, so how do we support um, young men, young boys, mm. adolescents, mm. Um, uh, so that they also grow into their potential mm. Um, mm. and that um, they don't remain stuck in a low-grade sort of kind of place where they're barely existing. Mm. And, in fact, may be even starting to stew into some toxicity within themselves. Mm. Their thoughts have become so um, resenting, Mm. so resentful, Mm. that they start to plot an idea of payback. Mm. And we don't know what that would look like, but we we know that that sort of thing happens, Mm. yeah? So I think we do need to look systemically at... um, uh, boys' natural delight um, um, when they're given a task. Um, they'll throw their energies at something, um, like, like the girls did in response to academics, yeah. a success. Yeah. Um, one of phrase I wrote down, the bloom of adolescence is a source of wonder. <laughs> in one moment and a source of anxiety in the next moment. So how can we bring that as a conversation to a young man trying to find himself? Yeah. It's mm. a bloom of wonder, mm. and then it's a source of intense anxiety. Yeah. We need yeah. to be having those conversations with boys yeah. to, to navigate yeah. that phenomenon. Because yeah. it does exist. You, move, you, know, you have a mood change every two, every two minutes, um, you know, we, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, 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 um, often. So, um, you know, we're not doing enough, I think, mm. um, to give boys rich experiences mm. uh, that can... Uh, and a man I've been working with um, has been concerned about a son. Um, so he's a, he's a, um, a, a, a father um, who has uh, um, caught up in a custody arrangement. Um, so he sees his son on the weekends and um, uh, once in the middle of the week. Um, but he can see that his boy is becoming captured by um, um, screens um, and he's been uh, successful in encouraging his son and his ex to put him into the scouts. And the young fella is blossoming within weeks. Oh, just absolutely fantastic. Is starting to blossom, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loss of your own creativity. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, imagination. It yeah. does so much. The pathways in your mind that, yeah. that, that yeah. coming from that closed-off world of... Mm, yeah. It's fantastic. And, and I think one of the, uh, one of the things that... Um, um, which is really interesting is that um, that the um, the man I'm think I'm talking about uh, and his ex have um, come to uh, recognize each other's strengths as, as um, parents of their boy right. um, and are working on the same page just starting they're back on they're on track Right. Uh, well, they're not back in relationship. No, but back on track with their... But are back on track on co-parenting yeah. their child, yeah? Wonderful. Um, and, the, um, and the boy's moaning a little bit because he can't play one off the other. Right. Um, so he recognises <laughs> the shift. 
but the father patiently says, "Yeah, no, I've been talking with your mum, and we're, we're, you know, we're, yeah. this is what we're going to do now." Um, and there's a, a preliminary burst of, uh, oh, "I hate this," and blah blah blah. And yeah. you used to be a good dad, and now you, you know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. that that protest is registered well, by the young person. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but what else is happening is that he's relaxing into, um, well, mum and dad don't live together, um, but they are looking after me, sure. and at some level. That's an unconscious response in the young person. Yeah. Most of the time, young people get it, um, mm. and they start to actually sort of um, become um, uh, uh, responsive to their environment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah right. Responsive to their environment. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's very interesting, mate. Um, lot can lot can be said for recognition too, doesn't it? You know, it's such a yeah, I've got a situation at the moment for for the listeners is is um, my 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 son goes to a very good school and and that's uh, helped a lot by his mother, my father, um, um, to to support him financially in doing that. But I've been getting emails every week, some two three a day, for him wrestling, throwing water bombs, he's playing up, right? He's acting out. Um, so he gets a lot of detentions now. You know, my first reaction is, mate, I, I went through six years of high school. I only ever got one detention. And the day before I was to do the detention, it was I was let off because of my behaviour that led up to it, my good behaviour. But that's not fair to sort of say that now I've been a, an absent father. Um, I, I only see my son sporadically. Um, of course, he lives over in the Northern Beaches, but... Um, and I've written to him saying, hey, man, come on, you know, that, you know, when, if your pop finds out about this, he'll, you know, which he's threatened my, my ex-wife to, to pull his funding. Um, and I noticed that he never replies to me. Right? Mm-hmm. But I, I see something really good. Like I get an email this morning from his English teacher just to say how much his work's improved and how well he's gone. And this small amount of recognition I've then said to my son this is this is great stuff this is this is wonderful man just yeah, keep yeah, this yeah. up you know yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is yeah. I mean it, not just to impress me or anybody it, mm-hmm. it's, it must be <clears throat> to impress yourself you know? mm-hmm. isn't it a wonderful mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. feeling and the response I got from him was, was great thanks dad I really appreciate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, um, it's uplifting. Um, it opens up. It's, yeah, yeah, it's euphoric yeah. almost, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of is. course, of course. You know, there's, there's an old sort of saying: if a boy is acting up, he's not getting something that he yeah. needs. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not getting something and that he needs. And absolutely. Well, there's and a lot of things he's probably not getting. You know. Well, and I'm not talking about objects. No, no, um, no, no, I'm, no. I'm, What I'm talking, talking about, about is love, the nurturing, yeah, love, nurturing, um, admiration, yeah, excitement, um, yeah, um, and um, boys that um, you know struggle. Um, <clears throat> you know that a lot of boys that struggle uh, are gifted. Um, yeah. You know that, that yeah. they, they are smart, um, but there's something in the psychology or in their past experience that has caused a disturbance in that anger and that, and that usually bulliance or usual interest in life. Yeah. You know, th- there's been an interruption. Um, so how can we know what that interruption was and, um, and how can we um, perceptively create an environment of, of retrieval of mm-hmm. that original 
um, mm. uh, excitement about life and return to the fold in a, in a, in a way. So they drop the, rebel, the, re, the rebellion, if you like, mm. um, and, and come back to the table. It's a kind of a version of the, of, of the prodigal son. You know, uh, yeah. um, it's, uh, you know the, these are ancient stories that, yeah, that yeah. Have, have continuously been part of our reality. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, we have to keep paying attention to um, those children that are showing signs of um, a rupture in their continuity um, and how and how, and, and what? How do we intervene? Not by command, mm. um, but by drawing upon um, what we know about them. Because, mm. uh, mm. If you don't know enough about your son, um, um, you're, you're just going to get angry because you're yeah. defeated. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at some level, this is a. Um, I'm encouraging people's parents yeah. to learn to make informed observations of their children. Right. Yeah? Okay. Yeah? yeah? And to listen to the hesitations in them in conversation. And, you know, those, are, those ancient ideas about promoting discussion around the kitchen table um, <clears throat> are really invaluable because the child will want to participate and I'll come out with outrageous things because that's what kids do, don't they? Mum and Dad's got their, you know, mm. the, you might be talking about something and they'll come out with something which is left field or oppositional. Yeah. But they're learning to sort of construct a view yeah. um, and learning to... Own, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and we always show something of ourselves in the words that we choose, um, in the prosody of our voice and the strength of our voice or the weakness in our voice. Um, we are a source of information all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I think um, part of the skill of parenting is to um, have that kind of appreciation of the beingness of your child mm. um, and their uh, potential and their um, and their actual reality, and to be able to monitor the shifts and to make adjustments in your own parenting um, that that supports that. Um, rise and fall of a child's energy um, uh, over their adolescence, if you like, or their, um, um, and even when they're very young, you know, those tendencies of their becoming, their character traits, um, um, you know, uh, uh, you, can, you can see it. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, one of, the th- one of the great sadnesses for me is that our busyness um, and our requirement to participate fully in the economy um, in whatever way we do that in terms of the work has ha, the cost has been um, the cultural environment in the family in individual families when families are too stretched what's lost is the human connection yeah you know, yeah like when you're sitting at the table and you say something about um, you know bloody India cheated in the cricket, and your old man goes, "Don't talk like that. We don't use that language at the dinner table." If I ever hear that again, you'll be going to your room. You know, whereas what we should be with that dialogue is changing. Why? Do, why would you say that they would cheat? They, you know, these are uh, there are organisations that make sure that this type of thing. But where did you come to that conclusion from? You know, giving them that platform to, yeah, yeah, to allow yeah, to express yeah. their views regardless if it's wrong or if it's not the same view as yours well, Dad, why didn't try and control the narrative yes yeah. you know but particularly the, the, the young he, man he'll come back and say dad didn't you see that 
yeah. a video clip where, they, where he was pulling out a piece of sandpaper and yeah, rubbing it on the ball. Yeah, that's Man, right. that's cheating. Yeah, you yeah, know? That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what's interesting, you know, in that sort of simple example is that there's a whole story in there about what, what constitutes um, fair play. Yeah. I mean, that... Yeah. You, you could have a number of dinner time conversations oh, about. I could, go on, I could talk about that for hours. Yeah. In fact, I have done. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and you know, in just talking about that, there, there's a prime example. Uh, okay. I, ever since that moment, you know, I, I've forgiven the guy that actually did it, Bancroft, and I've forgiven the, the, uh, the captain who yep. had nothing to do with it, Smith. But I've <laughs> never, ever, ever forgiven David Warner for that. Never. And I've. I, you know, when someone tells me, oh, that was a great century, I just don't like the bloke. I just yeah. think it's pretty ordinary what happened then. You know, really, I should I should be able to say, you know, well, he has come back. He has done some pretty good things. He's, you know, got an, won a, a lot of matches. Or, but you know what I mean? And, and there's an area well, that well, I, I just think I that's a really blinkers off. Yeah, that's a beautiful example where um, when someone's having a go at mending the rupture, yeah. I think yeah. we've got to find a new position. So, so right. we can say, yeah, that, I'm cranky and that's about what. And right? that's a that, that is a challenge. Yeah. But look, your son has just uh, um, got some really good response from his teacher, and the yeah. teacher's keen to tell you, uh, Brad, um, he's he's done some really good work, and yeah. I'm absolutely thrilled. Yeah. And you feed that back to him, and he's going, oh, thanks, Dad. Yeah. Um, uh, An affirmation. Um, he's repairing uh, uh, something that has been stuck. And um, your pleasure in his accomplishment um, is a, a dopamine response, mm. um, if you think about it biologically, but it's also his father saying, well done, son. I'm well pleased. Mm. Um, and, that, um, and, and he'll lean into that. Because mm. deep down, he, he wants to impress you. He, 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 oh, of course he does. You know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Want, uh, um, you know, yeah. and, and just because of... Yeah, and really, I should learn from you know. There was a thing that I always said. I, 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 you know, I won't be as hard on my son as what my father was on me, and I don't blame that on my father. That was just his generation. That was a generational that, thing. That's yeah, just yeah. the way that it was for for my old man and, mm-hmm. and my, many of my mates. But and I look at that now, and then when I have said those things similar to what my father used to say to me, just how much it's impacting his life, just how much it's. It's it's pushing him away from me, you yeah, know. Like yeah. there has been some things where he's 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 acted or done something, you know. He told me to f off a couple of times, and I just wouldn't put up with it. I've just reacted. You know, I'm not, you know, and 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 then I find it hard to forgive myself. But you know, it's, isn't it? Well, it's, I think that's really interesting, isn't it? Because you're bringing uh, up again that sort of uh, notion of forgiveness. How do we forgive ourselves yeah. when we get reactive? Yeah. Um, how do we forgive the other if they've actually sort of offended us? Yeah. Um, how do we forgive ourselves and our fumbles? And how do we forgive ourselves when we get when we when we get trapped in a sort of type of righteousness? Yeah. yeah you've done the wrong thing there. We start yeah. wagging wagging our fingers in some sort of you know yeah. uh, old timey patriarch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tried um, on my Shih Tzu, my dog Munster, and it doesn't bloody work either. No, no, no. Do- dogs are smarter than us. But yeah. what what what? <laughs> What I saw a father. Um, he had two boys with him at the festival, yeah. um, and obviously, um, you know, he was a, a father probably in his uh, mid, mid, mid to late thirties, maybe. Sure. Um, but it, he was just 
so loving around the sons. You know, they obviously they're precocious boys and they're very lively and they we're, we're musicians and they're listening to the yeah, music. And they're and, out with yeah, and, and they're right up exciting. there. And he's putting he's got his arms around them and and exchanging glances and. Um, when something if it was funny was said by one of the musos, they're both turning to each other and laughing. Yeah. And it was pure engagement. I mean, the, I mean, this father was doing such a great job Lovely. of enjoying his boys, you know what I mean? And and, um, and the boys enjoying that father. And you could see the embeddedness of their relationship. Um, uh, and then I saw another... Um, That's inspiring. Uh, yeah, another young... Uh, uh, well, um, he maybe was in his 50s. His wife was a little bit younger. Um, and, and he had two daughters... Um, and the animation between all four of them, um, you know, uh, there was no screens. There was, you know, what I mean, they yeah, were paying attention the to the music, of, but the yeah. interaction and the yeah. close listening to each other yeah. and the close awareness yeah. of each other yeah. uh, um, was 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 remarkable. And I was thinking, gee, I miss that. You know, I, I miss that um, um, experience of families grooving on each other um, um, in a way that. Um, is freeing um, but is meaningfully connected Um, and you know some might say well that sounds like a family that's just too clingy to each other but I but I could see that there was no clinging going on what what was what was there was a great interest in each other and a sense um, of a palpable family um, and that will be an abiding story for the rest of their life Um, and you know, if we, if we can start to move families to take great greater interest in each other through family-centered sort of activities, yeah. um, so the father is not um, um, lost in his work worries or, or, or whatever it is, um, preoccupied with other things, but he's engaged and you know, similarly for the mum and similarly for the children. Um, it's a gr- wonderful thing to yeah, watch. It is. Um, it is. You know, when when that engagement occurs. Yeah. So, I, at some level, I guess what I'm interested in is is um, how do we step away from the preoccupations that the world may thrust upon us, and also um, be open to the wonders of the family that we're in, uh-huh. the family that we've created. Yeah. 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 The partner that we chose. Yeah. I go. I, I just. I, I love it when you talk, mate. I just go. I go down these these paths of oh yeah and then thinking about moments that you know where I, I, I see that's happened and, and if, so if I look like I'm I'm losing I'm just you know deep in thought listening to and I'm sure many of the listeners are as well it's yeah it's wonderful man yeah this is really good stuff hey? it is good stuff yeah but when you see someone out there like that you know like particularly like when I'm out by myself I might be getting a coffee and I'll see that happen you know and you see a kid laugh like a three or four year old kid laugh and it's just you can't stand there and not look at the kid and laugh with them almost you know it's it's infectious it's it is infectious that that's a good word uh, when things are going well it's infectious mm. similarly when things are going badly uh, mm. it also infects yeah, it does. Um, yeah. at, at some it's, level yeah. and we can become despondent mm. or we can become angry or angered by um, stuckness yeah. as a contamination mm. but the infection the infectiousness of laughter or of uh, a good mood um, um, is um, also a gem, also a beautiful thing. Because yeah. we, we, are, we are, humans are a rise and fall uh, mm. of um, optimism and sometimes deep pessimism. Mm. And then we live in the perfection of machines that never change. Yeah. They just always they deliver just always at the same sort of level, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then we think, 
Well, how come I can't get that perfection yeah, that yeah. the machine offers? I've got Is there something wrong with me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so that those distortions, yeah. um, I think, dry up our creativity yeah. and expressiveness. We become yeah, despondent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so for a... What well, I'm... Uh, yeah. I don't know, I'm, you know. I've got a mate of mine, Matty Morley, Matt Morley. He, uh, he he actually bought my father's business, the family real estate business. And I worked with Matty for, for God, a number of years, decade. Anyway, um, I call him the machine, you know. And he, because he, he, he loved to uh, do, do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? So he bought a new home at Kilko and he made, he, underneath the house, he's, he set up a jiu-jitsu mats and, very fit guy, right? Okay, yeah. He, and lovely wife, but he's he's a great dad. He's a great husband. He's a great friend. He's a great boss. He's a great real estate. The, everything he does, he's, you know, it's bloody boring. That's why I call him the machine. I, do you ever go, he's not actually boring. He's actually quite a fascinating man. But it's amazing that you have some people like that where you can sort of think, you know, God, you can either think, look at them and go, Bastards! I'll never be like them. Or just look at them and go, "Yeah, he can he can be a hero of mine," you know. And I've always said that. I've got a number of blokes that I look to, you know, that are heroes of mine. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yourself included, Christian Mortensen, who yeah. comes on. He's a yeah. wonderful, wonderful man. Something, and 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 that's not a bad thing to have in your life. Is some some heroes, you know, some people to look uh, up to. My, my old man, uh, you know. Ab- absolutely. If you've got a mentor, you've got someone who's uh, who's pointing the way for you. Um, uh, you are irresistibly drawn into growing your own consciousness yeah. um, because Amen. of yeah. an admiration or, or a recognition yeah. of this person's got something and, and I'm really interested in what they've got. Yeah. So that's the thread, that's yeah. Ariadne's thread yeah. that draws you into your becoming. Yeah, yeah? yeah. And wonderful man. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, let's uh, just just a reminder. We've, we're brought to you by all manufacturing personnel, recruitment, and labour hire in the manufacturing industry. Um, uh, you can give Craig a call on zero four one six seven hundred eight seven zero zero four one six seven hundred eight seven zero, or myself o four o four o double seven triple six. Also, too, Bodie, um, of course, is located here in Wentworth Falls, but he does a lot of Zoom or Skype. Um, uh, sessions if you'd like um, and you can get Bodie on I always stuff this up sometimes 0424 416 I have it written down somewhere spot on man I got it 0424 416 969 I got it 969 yeah, yeah, yeah. 0424 416 969 so tell me Bodes because um, uh, on a Tuesday Arvo you often go to badminton and I know badminton's inside yes but can you still <clears throat> play when it rains yeah 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 absolutely you don't get wet no, no. Yeah. no. Uh, well, you do. You sweat. Because I know the pool. You, you, they close the pool down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, well, you sweat. You know what yeah. I mean? So you do get you a little can't bit get damp. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. um, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's also a pickleball up there now. It's a, it's a. What's it's that? A, Is that well, for people it, that get cramps? Um, yeah, yeah. Is that like well, a? Well, it's people who throw the pickle out out of the Macca's bun against the window and let it slide down. That's it. That's it. I did that. No. Pickleball is a game from the US, and it's a, it's a low net, but it's on a, um, uh, a badminton court size. It's played out, so it's, a, it's a sort of a reduced court uh, to play a tennis type game. But it's a low net, um, and the the ball is plastic with holes in it, and it's a paddle um, that you use. It's not um, okay. uh, 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 strings. 
Right. Um, it's a paddle. Okay. And um, it's for older people who um, um, want to keep fit. Um, big, well, obviously bigger than table tennis, but not, it's bigger quite, than table not tennis. quite a squash, but, you know, because it's opening across a net. So it's like racquetball almost, yeah. Absolutely. Like, a mini uh, version of tennis. A mini version of tennis is one okay. description. So they're playing it up there at the aquatic centre. Um, and, uh, there is a game on today, but I've got a client, so I'm, I'm, I've got to head back. Um, but, um, yep, uh, anybody right. listening who fancies themselves or used to play tennis or squash, yeah. um, uh, uh, badminton on, yeah. is a really, really good yeah. way of uh, developing hand-to-eye coordination, uh, reactions, um, your peripheral vision increases substantially because yeah. you're watching at the corner of your eye the whole time. Yeah. Um, and um, your understanding of physics develops uh, as you de- develop an array of shots. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. the one thing that's fascinating that I found with it, because I've, I've always thought I've got pretty good hand-eye coordination, but I found it very difficult because when someone hits it, it comes at you so incredibly fast, but about three feet before it gets to you, it just almost floats down, stops. <laughs> So the difference in speed and, and the way it's thought, so it, it's the anticipation of where or, or, or the speed of it coming to you. It's very, must be very good. Yeah, as you say, yes. it's a great game. It's, like, it's a great game. Yeah. I, I often call it playing chess on steroids, um, uh-huh. um, you know, because you've got to try and sort of keep the shuttle um, out of the reach of the player. Um, so you've got to know something about where they are positioned, um, and uh, what shots they find difficult to play mm. uh, at you. Well, this is if you if you want to win. Yeah. Um, obviously, some people want to play badminton just for the thrill of actually firing the shuttle backwards and forwards for as long as they can. Yeah. And there, yeah. and you know when you're having a good rally and you're picking up every shot that's yeah. coming across, yeah. the, um, there is a glow of of uh, uh, wow that was one hell of a rally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, you're pushed right to the limits of your of your capacity yeah. to re- to return the shot. Um, so if you fancy playing, we're always open to new people coming yeah, in. Good. It's a casual thing. Um, Sunday, um, uh, come along at 8.30. Um, yeah. And if you haven't got a racket, there could be a spare one. Yeah. Um, and if you want to give it a go and go, oh, gee, I could do this, yeah. come, become a regular. Yeah. Um, and we'll give you as much chic as you can be. And, and it's for all ages, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Um, yeah. You know, you, so young boys, 15-year-olds, um, 16-year-olds, if you fancy yourself yeah. and you've got a loose end, Come yeah. and play some badminton. Yeah, um, if, if you're a man well, who's uh, lost his fitness and you're in, you know in your forties, um, you'll regain it. Yeah. If you if you persist yeah. with this game, you're going to get yeah. fit despite yourself. So, yeah. Um, yeah. and if you're 73 like me um, yeah. and you can return a shot, you're very welcome. Yeah. And if you're um, uh, a, if, if you're a, like a, a woman who yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you know uh, loves this game. Um, come and come join and us. Uh, there, yeah, there's so a, there's, a, there's so a few it's women. For, it's for open sexes, so men and yep. women, kids, um, uh, boys and girls, those that don't know, anybody can get along there and, and join in the fun. And it's at the Aquatic Centre in Katoomba at 8.30 on a, on a, Sunday. a Sunday morning. Yep. Um, yep. So get on down. Uh, Bodes, thanks, man. Um, it's been another wizard session from you, and I really appreciate it. I love... Uh, everything you bring to to the men's mental health show, but um, I know that uh, many people that listen on a regular basis are, are much appreciative of of just your, your wealth of knowledge yeah, and no let's worries. use that word again, experience. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been wonderful and uh, and thanks, man. You've certainly helped open up a few pathways in my mind today. Um, certainly in areas where I guess I was starting to narrow. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, keep that mind open. Look, I, I'm a great believer that um, that we need to be reminded of our contractions um, and to know of them in in order to return to a place of expansion. Yeah. yeah? yeah. And um, inevitably, we can get too caught up in the one thing and forget about the many things. Yeah. Um, so we need others around us to actually say, I think you're stuck on the one thing right now. Uh, uh, can we entice you out into the many things? Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Um, yeah. Great stuff. All right, All people. Right, we'll be back next week. We're going to be back, and uh, we'll be back with uh, Bodie's good mate, uh, Blue. Blue Phillips. He's, uh, he's in... He's in uh, Colombia at the moment. He's in, no, not in Colombia. He's Sri Lanka. Um, yeah. He was in Colombo, I beg your pardon, uh, yesterday I saw when he put up a post. And so we'll hear a bit about that and uh, we'll have a chat. We'll see you next week. It's the Men's Mental Health Show. Uh, this is uh, Brad Spillane saying goodbye, as is Bodie. Thank, Thank you. you.